Hello, Taylor. Hey. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Popping the Questions, dear listener. Taylor is um, a little subdued right now. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm totally fine. She's fine, and she's clutching a glass of wine. This, this is um, this is a news. This is a news segment on the podcast called. What are we drinking? What are we drinking? Actually, we do this every time. <laughs> We're drinking wine this week. Yep, Ooh. this week it's going to be a Pinot Noir. It was six dollars at Walgreens. Yeah, um, the alcohol content is is point one. Probably. Uh, it's, no, it's, yeah. Thirteen point nine percent. Well, that's not that bad. It's not that bad. It doesn't. It doesn't taste very alcoholic. It tastes very. Yeah. Taylor. Uh, Taylor's review right before this was: "This is grape juice." That's right. Reminds me of taking the Lord's blood and and body at communion. Except, just kidding. Well, it does because we had grape juice because we were Baptist and <laughs> alcohol is evil. Anyway, what's up, Taylor? How was your week? <laughs> just kidding. I know it was bad. <laughs> Hey, welcome to the podcast, guys. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys, I just got dumped about two hours oh, ago. Oh, we're, we're just getting right into it. I'm just going to tell everybody from the top because okay, I are, feel they like... They already know. I mean, they did. They, they are following the uh, the arc of, of, of our relationships. Um, I just got dumped like two hours ago. It's yeah. not that it was unexpected. But it's never pleasant. But it's not pleasant. And I am sad, but I'm going to like be fine and like get on Tinder in like a day. <laughs> Like, maybe if I have enough wine tonight. Tonight. Download but, it right um, now. Yeah, I'm just, I feel like we're just going to maybe feel some extra feelings today. We're going to feel some extra feelings today, which is good, uh, because honestly, in the history of this podcast, I do a lot of the feeling of the extra feelings. <laughs> TBH. So, like, it's Taylor's turn. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here tonight to absorb your feelings. I'm like um, I'm like the bread you drink after, or the bread you eat after you get drunk uh, to absorb the all the alcohol. Oh, That's the body of Christ. I am the body of Christ. Great. Uh, I love the communion <laughs> metaphor, the Eucharist metaphors right from the get-go. Uh, cool. Well, Taylor, uh, we are going to just jump right in. Yep, we're let's gonna do it. We're going to do the podcast like we always do, and we're going to feel our extra feelings. <sighs> I'm so excited. So here, here were the questions this week, and we, uh, we're on set two, so it's question 13 and 14. That's right. Taylor had the first one, uh, I had the second one, and we're pulling them up right now. Yes. Uh, Taylor, what was, your, or what was your question this week? Okay. My question was question 13. Um, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, <laughs> the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? And mine was... Is there anything that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Yeah, I love these. Que- I love that first crystal ball question because it starts out so like whimsical, but then yeah. it's like, it'll tell you the truth about yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, do I want to know? Do I want to know? I don't know if I do. Uh, cool. Well, let's jump right in. So, Taylor, if you had a crystal ball that could tell you whatever, the truth about yourself or the future or whatever, what? Do would you what would you want to know? Okay, great. Yep. And who did you talk to? And what okay, happened? I talked to um the wonderful Jessica Mull, oh. um former roommate of mine. Former met roommate. her in the basement of a bar yeah. uh, in London. What talked I didn't about in London? That's crazy. Yeah, we t- we're talking about uh, Tom Hiddleston and fan fiction, and we were bonded for life. Oh God. Um. Tumblr. Tum- yeah, Tumblr. something like that. I'm sorry, I've just been on Tumblr a lot lately. Uh, anyway, Jessica's great, lovely, lovely human being, she's sharp my, as a tack. She's my sister in dyed hair adventures. Yes, it's true. You both have mermaid hair a lot. Um, and basically, I wanted to save her for set two for sure because I knew I was already close with her. Mm-hmm. And um, I, know, I feel like I, I feel like I burned some of my close friends already in set one, and I'm like, dang it! <laughs> I know, you fool. I was an idiot. Keep going. But that's good because you're gonna have to get closer with people that I know, you're not which as actually close with. Goes it's a benefit. Mine later, so go ahead. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, I spoke with her, 
And basically, so I think me and Jessica are similar in a lot of ways because we're both Aries. And could, Josiah could the, just rolled his eyes. Did the podcast pick at me rolling my eyes? Hold on, let me try again. <laughs> uh, basically, that just means that we like full speed ahead, well, zero to 60. Well, basically, what it means is nothing, but go ahead, Taylor. <laughs> Josiah, you're being so rude to me, and my sorry, heart I'm is sorry, broken. You're right, you're right. I need to be very kind and very, wow. very uh, compassionate. Well. Fine, I believe in astrology for one Okay, night. great. So that means basically we just like are very like full steam ahead, powerful ladies, yeah. uh, don't beat around the bush, no. et cetera, et cetera. This is true. You know this to be true of us. I know this to be true of you both. Anyway, so uh, her answer was that she would want to know like if 15 years from now she had reached a balance mm. um, for her, you know, love, work, work personal life, yeah fulfillment she just wants to know that she would have reached a balance because she's really struggling with that right now and like will all the work have been worth it right yeah um that's a good question to ask crystal ball and i i kind of took it in a different direction which is that i would want to know more of like a fundamental truth about myself Mm. like i would want to know like am i do i have like what it takes to mm. be doing the field that I'm doing. Mm. Like, do I mm, have, okay. like, you know, the artistic whatever to to really be successful in my field? Or, like, am I going, like, do I have, I was another question that I was thinking about asking would be, like, you know, am I ever going to be able to um, have, like, easy personal relationships? Oof, no. Again. No one, no. <laughs> Because it used to be so easy. You know, this is something that I've talked to you about before, Taylor, too. But I think we are people who... And I, I don't have a good way to describe this, but but one way I think about it is that people who live on the edge of their skin, <laughs> on the outside of their skin. So uh, people like you and I live in the very pit of our stomachs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, and we experience <laughs> everything deeply. Just so everyone knows, uh, Garage Man mixed up, and so we had to restart. So I'm saying all this again, which is why Taylor's laughing. But no, so we experience things deeply and, and like very intensely all the time, especially our emotions. Um, and we are deep within ourselves. And there are people who exist just on the edge of their skin who, who if they want, can dip in and like and f- feel the deep feelings but, yeah. but in, in general, have an easier time with, like, relationships and stuff. Yeah. Because when they have to take stock and, like, recognize themselves, they only have to go skin deep and be like, oh, this is who I am. And um, so I think, like, yep. that, that's a metaphor I use. It's, that's confusing and stupid, but it's how I think it's of it sometimes. It's not confusing or stupid. Does it make sense? It makes sense. Because that's how I think of it sometimes. It's I like, I live I, in the very pit of my body. And some I, people live on their, like, skin. I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, if some people it's like, it's just so easy. Boom, bang, boom. And you know, like personal relationships being easy is like, yeah, that would be a dream. Right? Uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, yeah, I, I can't do that as well anymore. Well, it's also, you know, you've been through some shit. That is that is the thing. So that's kind of what I would want to know. I would just like to know that it would be it would feel easy again, mm. I think, would be what I would like. You know, there's like the the phrase and the adage um, oftentimes used for uh, LGBTQ plus um, I don't know what the proper verbiage is on like whatever I'm going to use LGBTQ happy pride month by happy the way happy pride month everybody and if there is a better acronym or if there's a better uh, usage please let me know tell because, us because I only know what the latest thing that my friends on like Facebook are using and I know there's constantly new ways to better ways to refer yeah. more inclusive ways to refer to everybody um, but yeah, often used in, in that community is like, it gets better. And it often, and especially for like bullied kids and stuff like that, it's like, hey, it gets better. And like, man, it doesn't. You just get, you just get like, you just get, you just get, you get, you get better. The yeah. world kind of stays the same. 
and you just kind of level up and get better at dealing with shit. So things do get better, but I think the I think the idea of it gets better is sort of like a is twisting the narrative a little bit because it's like mostly shit's gonna be shitty. And I'm sorry, general. was this supposed to make me feel better? No. Okay. Uh, great. <laughs> no, but that's okay. what I'm saying is that no, because uh, you were saying like you know you want to know that it's gonna be easy one day again, and like that's the thing is it I doesn't want it to feel easy. Want it feel easy again, and it might one day once you've grown and gotten enough like like fucking armor on your back that you're like I am invincible now, but yeah, it doesn't get better. We just get stronger or more or less attached so okay <laughs> so i promise that was supposed to be encouraging so <laughs> I pro- so what'd you write your song about i'll tell you <laughs> i'll tell you right now i was gonna write ah. i was gonna write a quartet oh cool and i did write a quartet cool uh and then i got i was finishing it and then i got dumped uh in the mm. middle of finishing it and mm. i mm. uh couldn't couldn't finish it so instead i took the bones of this other song that i wrote many many years ago um and sort of worked around the image of like being the crystal ball or being like the lady behind the crystal ball Mm. and like this idea that me and jessica both had of like this future where we feel secure Mm -hmm. is what we want right we want to know that our future is secure and we feel okay about the balance we don't have certain benchmarks it's not i want a husband in 15 years it's not i want to be the ceo six figures it's just that we want to feel okay totally um and kind of what a millennial thing you know what i mean (laughs) our goals are like i just want to be like not even happy just like Okay. It would yeah. Be great. Literally, Jessica. She was like, "I want to be happy." Well, I want to be content. And I was like, <laughs> "Aim our, for the moon." Our goals are are like the bar is set so low for our generation. We're like, you know what? I'm I'd be okay with just contentment. It'd be very nice. So I started thinking about this idea about um, expectations as the thief of happiness. Mm, yeah, true that. That's so true. And um, about like being this person who can tell the future and knowing that uh it's not gonna always make people happy and it's not going to like looking forward isn't even like necessarily a great thing um but to like know the truth about yourself now is also kind of like a hard thing so that's what the song is about (laughs) it's actually interesting you mentioned that because there's like a some philosophical schools of thought like stoicism and like um i think like buddhism a little bit too but like the idea that like hope is just as bad as like um, nostalgia in a way, like yeah. wanting too much for the future is just as bad as like wanting too much for the past. So, I agree like, for I one hundred percent. Yeah, agree with it makes that. sense, and it's a hard thing to put into practice to like to live in the moment fully. Is really, really. Yeah. I don't think anybody does it really. Um, but it's, some it's, monks, maybe maybe some monks. But it's interesting to keep in the back of your mind to be like, uh, yeah, expectation steals the thief of happiness. Um, cool. Well, let's listen to the song. Listen to it.
below the ground Okay Hmm Hmm Alright Taylor I could hear the heartbreak <laughs> But uh, for reals That was really cool And I think that's like A very distilled Like quintessential version Of Taylor Walters Chapman We just heard like just a uke and a and a voice. That's true. And that's just like Taylor all over. That's that's actually very true. Yeah, yes. that's what I, what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, this is like distilled, hundred proof, hundred fifty proof. This is like Taylor. essence of Taylor essence Walters of Chapman. Taylor. Ooh, de Taylor. Um, mm, oh, I don't know how to speak French. It's, it's just oh. <laughs> that's not correct. Um, Thank you. No, and I could hear through the. Um, it's interesting, like. You know, talking about the conversation you Jessica had and sort of the idea of, you know, wanting there to be hope, but mm-hmm. feeling like they don't really have it right now. And that's definitely or like there's the uncertainty. Yes. And there's definitely that uncertainty throughout. And the idea of like, don't get too excited because you might get you might get fucked. Yeah. And you might get, you're, you're, you're going to get let down. And, like, something I, I was talking with her on the phone is, you know, like, I would love, you know, for it to turn out that, like, I figure out how to have, like, a long-term partner and, like, I get a job that has benefits mm-hmm. and, like, that I feel great all the time. But, like, also, if I'm 30 and I don't have a job that gives me health care, I, I actually need to move out of the country yeah. and go to, like, <laughs> yeah. Canada. Yeah. I, I'm... I'm not exaggerating when I tell you that I spent three hours this week <laughs> looking at the short list of um, positions that they need in London mm-hmm. so that I could just move to London. No, I, I feel and, in, and, and also the shortage list is what it's called. The U.S. is in a weird place right now and a bad place right now. And um, no, I under, I feel that I feel that I truly do. And there's the the sense of like as um yeah, as our generation, our, our expectations are so low for what we want to be, yeah. quote-unquote, happy. And also the idea of happiness, uh, like our Western sort of U.S. Yes. version of happiness, yes. is very new yeah. in the grand scheme of things. because Marrying for love? That's like very in the new. last hundred years. Yeah, very, that's very new. And, Come on. And, most, and a lot of the world doesn't do it still. No. And um, the idea of being and like there's this weird Western idea of happiness that is unhealthy. And I think a lot of Hmm. the U.S. suffers from this because we all want the idea is like I want to be I want to feel like I'm holding a bunch of puppies all the time. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? That idea of like if I'm not it's almost like if I'm not like jubilant or like feeling these chemicals in my brain of like "Eh, ecstasy, ecstasy constantly, then I'm not happy. Which yeah. is a very, very new thing. Well, that's interesting because um, I was talking with this HR rep uh, like almost a year ago now. She was helping us um, open this restaurant that I was working at at the time. And she was like, well, the difference between millennials and baby boomers is that baby boomers, they just wanted to basically, you know, have a job, go to it every day from nine to five, put bread on the table. Yeah. And that was success. And then and then get get but, promoted and retire yeah. and have a family. And, but the yeah. millennials expect to be happy at their jobs. Yeah, and, we want, we and want have fulfillment. fulfillment. Yeah. Exactly. And, Emotional, creative, some kind of fulfillment. And like when she told me that, I was like really blown away because I was like, 
I mean, I just have never, I never thought about it that way. No. Well, and it's very true because you'll find people who are our age who are, you know, in their 20s or early 30s who are working jobs that don't pay as much maybe as other jobs they could have, but they're happier at that job. Yeah. And so they're like, I'm okay with where I'm at right now. Well, plus the surge of minimalism, right? Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't need that much. Yeah. And also, like, you know, you find people, I mean, the like, for instance, as a great example, my roommate JT, like, he's a tour guy and he, he balances a couple of part-time jobs. But he doesn't really want for very much. Like, he's able to pay rent and he can buy food. And there's really no reason for him to be pursuing, like, raises or better paying jobs or anything. Like, he doesn't have a family right now. There's no reason for him to, like... And that's kind of like the quintessential millennial experience is, like, we're all in our late 20s and we don't have families yet. And there's no reason for us to be, like, trying to make, like, 60, 80, 100,000 a year. Like, we're all okay making, like, less than 40,000 a year because that's kind of all we need. Yeah, you know, it's like, I mean, but it's also like all we can get. Right, it's all we can get, but also like thankfully. Well, and I'm speaking from this uh, as a place of of privilege, like from someone who lives in a city and is white mm-hmm. and like you know has an education, so I can get jobs. From someone who can't get a job, this probably sounds like stupid and ridiculous. But if you can get a job and you can get that like forty thousand or, or, or you know, I'm not making nearly forty thousand no. a year, no. no. But if you can get that like twenty to thirty five thousand a year, where you're like, where like you can pay your bills, yeah. And you can maybe have a little extra other stuff. That's like literally all we can get. Yeah. And thankfully, it's barely enough. Yeah. You know, and that's just kind of the really stupid, fucked up USA world we live in right now. Anyway. By the way, um, I have a lot of listeners who aren't in Chicago necessarily. Sure. And to let you know, I work off of a budget of fourteen sixty five a month. That is what I need to be able to pay my rent. Get my CTA pass. That's my public transit. Feed my dog. Feed myself and pay my bills. And then with an extra hundred for things like, um, you know, my uh, my headphones broke today, so I yeah. bought a new pair of twenty dollars headphones. I operate between uh, mostly. I'm in debt right now because I have switched jobs so much in the last year. But yeah. Woo! But no, same. Like mine is like between fifteen hundred and two thousand a month. Uh, so, so great. We should move on. Yeah. Okay. So Josiah, my question, ask me it, please. Okay, I'm going to ask it to you. Hey, ask me. I'm going to ask uh, it to you. Uh, Josiah. Yes. Number 14. Yeah. If, is there something that you dreamed of doing for a long time? And mm-hmm, why mm-hmm, haven't you done mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So I asked my, so, so I kind of switched up this week. Partly out of necessity because it's been a crazy week and I didn't have a lot of time to uh, talk to anybody. But uh, partly because I wanted to switch it up. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of old friends and some family members. So I decided this week to talk to a new friend. Oh, Which we were talking about earlier. So uh, I talked to uh, a new friend from the cast of the musical I'm in. Her name is Elian Dobias. Uh, Who is she in the show? She is um, uh, in the pick chorus and is a swing for the female roles. Oh, oh, you mean the, the new, new show that I haven't seen yet? The new, new show. That okay, you never seen. mind. I don't the know mu- her. The musical. Elian is great. She's in school right now. She's quite young. Uh, I can't remember where she goes. She is a multi-instrumentalist. She's very talented, great singer, very funny. I argue with her constantly about whether she's a millennial or she's Generation Z. Because mm. uh, I honestly don't know. Because um, it's, it's a very <laughs> I, fuzzy I line. I truly don't care. <laughs> I, I, I love Generation shit. Anyway, so I asked her, and uh, we were on the bus. We take the bus back uh, from rehearsal sometimes. So we were on the bus. We were chatting for about 20 minutes, and it was great because I was like, you know, do you have anything you've been like, you know, anything you've been dreaming of doing? Why haven't you done it? And she was like, oh, I have a list. And I was <gasps> like, wait, you have a list? And she's like, yeah. Oh. And she pulled out her phone. Oh, my God. And pulled out the notes app and just started reading me the list. 
So she had a literal actual list of stuff that she wants to do and hasn't done yet. Oh my god! So sort of a mini bucket list, but not like bucket listy stuff. Um, sort of bucket list stuff. But it was it was she it was it was really and really endearing and adorable because she it. just kept reading these things. I'm gonna read all the stuff she told me that I wrote down. She wants to go on the Napa Valley wine train, but she can't yet because she's not old enough. <laughs> she wants. <laughs> She wants I'm to sorry, I'm just going to swig this uh, $6 wine as yeah. you continue to tell me. She wants to sleep in a hammock. <laughs> she wants to pick an apple off a tree and eat it. <laughs> she wants to picnic in the Redwood Forest. <laughs> drink beer in Ireland. <laughs> backpack in the Grand Canyon. Climb a mountain in Switzerland and eat a chocolate bar at the top. Bike all the way from Chicago to Colorado. It was where she's from. And ride a camel. And wow. those, those are the ones she was willing to tell me. I think there were more, but they were probably more personal. Okay. I've not done four of those things. <laughs> but isn't that, a, isn't that a fun, good list? What a, she's a delight. She's a delight. She really is. Like, anybody who hears that, you automatically are like, I want to meet Elian. Elian? Yes. Elian, if you're like listening. Alien, but Elian. If you're listening, that's a cute list. It's very cute, isn't it? It's a very cute the list. The whole time I was just grinning. I was like, this is such a good list. And pick I was like, Ellie, and some of these things are very easy to pick do. Pick an apple off a tree and eat it. Like, oh just my go, God. go to an orchard. Go to an orchard, babe. Also, you can, ride, you can sleep in a hammock whenever you want. Literally anytime. Just buy a hammock for like $10 on Amazon and put it up in your room. Like, you don't have to sleep in it all night. You just have to take a nap. Right? But also, Ellie's a very specific person, and she's a very adventurous person. She's from, <sighs> she's from Colorado. Well, then, she's got it in her. Yes. And so I she's got know. it in her bones. Um, she's very, she loves hiking. She summits mountains all the time. Like she, got it. Uh, and we went on to talk about like, you know, why hasn't she done this stuff? And we got, what we got into is that she, she's in school right now. Uh-huh. She didn't really want to go to school. Oh, her parents kind of not forced her, but like convinced her to be like, no, you need to go to school. Got it. And we talked a lot about how it's important to get an education, uh, but you don't necessarily have to go to school to get an education because you can learn from your experiences and learn from the world. So her goal in life is more to experience things and travel and, like, make art and have a lot of experiences and not necessarily as much as, like, career-oriented goals or yeah, school-oriented Yeah, I get goals. it. I yeah, get totally. it. totally. And, so, and um, uh, so we talked about that, about how, you know, it's important to meet people and listen to people and uh, make relationships with people while you're, you know, going through life and going through the world and having all these experiences. Um, and so it was really cool because it was interesting to get her take on that, especially as someone who's pretty young and is kind of going into the world right now um, with not a lot of uh, experience and having all these ideas of what she wants to do. Yes. Um, and we talked, too, about um, basically, like, uh, you know, how hard it is being in a transition part of her life because she's just started school and she finished her first year. And so she's, like, you know, been really lonely and, um, you know, she's far away from home. So she's trying hard to, like really make Chicago her home and mm. try new things and not have to worry about like being homesick. And I was like, I feel you. I yeah. feel you. Elliot, I'm trying to sympathize with you right now. I'm trying. But Taylor's also in a place right now. But also home is where you hang your hat. It's true. Well, and that's the thing is we're a little older, um, not very much older, but have had the experience of being able to, Call multiple places home. That's and, true. We have that is one of our similarities, mm-hmm. and we have and also have the idea of sort of being that homeless sort of place where it's like there really isn't a home base. Like you and I both kind of don't necessarily correct. We we've made a home base for ourselves in Chicago, even though our family like isn't here. Yeah. Um. So it was interesting to talk to her about that, and it was it was uh I saw a lot of myself in her too, and the idea of being 
like kind of lonely your first year like my first year of college i went away for school and like literally went home like every two weeks because it was close by oh my god every two to four weeks i would visit home because it was four hours away which was bad which was bad in retrospect because i never put roots down in the school and then i transferred to a new school and that was when i got really depressed but i was i was like i was like ellie and i think you're doing a good thing and trying to intently make chicago a place that you want to be um i guess another thing real quick, i mean i did that I did. did that. Another thing to talk about right before we get in the song is she asked me, she was like, what is, because I answered mine too. And mine mine was more like, my answer was like, I have creative things that I've wanted to finish that I have not done yet because of time and money and not not scheduling time very well or being too busy with other things. Like there's a musical I've written that I really want to actually finish that yeah. I haven't. And there's like a comic book I've written that I really want to get published, but I haven't right. because money and time and I'm not an artist. Um and then she out. She was like, well, "What?" She, she's like, "What's your settling dream?" Hmm. And she was like, "Not like settling, like going for something less, but like when you think in the future and you're like, if if this path of like sort of adventurous sort of acting stuff doesn't work out, what would I want to do?" And I, I mine was I said I was like, "I'd I'd love to like teach music in mm. high school or college, help kids, you know, learn choir, like yeah. learn to sing and stuff." Um, or like own a, a comic book game store like with my friends and be able to like get like nerdy teenagers into like Spider-Man and be like, hey, you heard of D&D? Like, yeah, it would be that's like it would or do both. Like I or would do love both. both. You don't have them. to choose one. And like and I, I, I basically do one of those things. You do. And, um, and it's very fulfilling. It is. And I, I love working with kids and I miss working with, with kids. They used to do it all the time. And, uh, and that's like, that, that was kind of my answer. Like what I would want to like, if I was going to settle down and like mm-hmm. kind of quit the rat race of trying to make in the performing world. <laughs> the rat and, race. And hers was really cool too. Cause she, she actually has this really cool, um, uh, practice that she does where she, uh, sort of renovates instruments and like turns them into <gasps> art pieces. Are you serious? Yeah. It's really cool. I'm going to pull up the Instagram right now. I want to be her friend. Uh, you honestly, I think you two would get along. Well, I um, know it. But so she turns like, uh, art pieces into, um, into Wait. Or sorry, she turns instruments, instruments into, into art pieces. pieces. So it'll be like old shitty instruments that she like turns into uh, uh, like really cool art. And I'm going to show you some. Well, of the... I have some work for her to do. I'll tell you now. Yeah, if you have like an old, uh, so it's called, uh, follow, I'm going to plug her right now. Plug it, really plug cool. it, plug it's it. I'm going to follow her. Instru, I think it's instrument, make, it's instrument makeovers or instrument makeovers. You should be sure before you try and plug That's it. That's why I'm looking it up. Okay. Instrument makeover. Anyway, so she she's really good. So, but so what her, is it? So her settling thing uh, was it's instru makeovers. It's instru makeovers. I found uh, it. She she turned old instruments into uh, really cool art pieces. Perfect to play or display. So instru like instrument and the makeover. Great. I have work for her. Mm-hmm. She's great. Um, and so hers was like she would want to open up a shop where she could do that and renovate instruments and remodel them and decorate them and then like live above it and just like make art. Okay, great. Um, so I wrote the song with the idea of like being young and optimistic and sort of full of life and um, wants. And actually, in ver- it's very much in sort of op- like diametrically opposed to your song, I think. Which is why I think it's interesting that we both wrote these this week. So uh, let's play it. Play it. And I know what suffering is So give me a gun, give me a sword And give me 
I'll break all the hearts and I will break all of the laws. Hey! I want to summit every peak. I want to find what I seek. I want to drink every beer. I want to learn what I hear. I want to hear every voice. I want to make my own choice. I want to live till I die. I want to finally find out why. Hey! Cup's always full, so put me in the ring and I will knock everyone out. I promise I will go the distance, I'll go bout for bout. Hey! I want to summon every peak, I want to find what I seek, I want to drink every beer, I want to learn what I hear, I want to hear every voice, I want to make my own choice, I want to live till I die, I want to finally find out why. Hey! diametrically opposed was, yes i was grinning the whole time i was bouncing i think that might have been a banger josiah it's a real banger that was a banger real club banger um so yeah i didn't make a recording this time i played that live for taylor so there'll be some stuff that uh, isn't there but i get be, the gist you get the gist and uh yeah it's fast it's happy i was thinking flogging molly in my yeah, head yeah 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 no i totally got that um i i just like love this like sense of like i'm gonna do everything 
Yeah. Well, and that's the, it was cool because like I literally when Ellen was telling me her list, like it, it, I still I wrote it. Um, the chorus with with literally what she said in mind because she kept being she was going through this going I want to pick a dab off a tree and eat it I want to yeah climb a tree and I and so she just kept saying I want to in this kind of certain same tone uh-huh. of voice and I was like well there's the chorus that's all it is right there totally um but yeah it's fun it's 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 hopeful it's exuberant because that's and that's kind of the personality of Ellen like if, if you meet her you get that sense of her she's a very exuberant person and uh, exudes a lot of positive energy at least i think so um so elian thank you for talking to me yeah elian great well that was awesome i love the positive energy i when i when we were asking these questions last week i was like oh mine will be the happy song and josiah can like kind of like do whatever he wants my spooky folk or whatever Um, and also there's no background ambiance this week but we did we switched our roles that we normally play taylor this week was depressing and i was happy what strange world are we living in (laughs) bizarre world are you ready to answer Uh, my question yeah okay josiah yeah if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, mm-hmm. your life, yeah. the future, sure. or anything else, Ugh, okay. what would you want to know? Okay, this is an issue because anything else is a really big, like, option. Yeah, okay. Because I could be like, hey, crystal ball, are aliens real? And the, and the crystal ball would be you like, You know what I just on. thought of? What? I would kind of want to know what happened to Princess Anastasia. That seems like a waste of this ball. Well, I know that people think that she got murdered. Yeah, she probably did, right? That's what science tells us. <laughs> and I am prone to listen <laughs> to science. But I would science. just want the crystal ball to tell me for sure. But tell me your answer. I don't know. I mean, okay. Pers- okay. Personally, if I was wanting a personal question, yes. I would want to know, hey, okay. crystal ball, will I love again? Oh. Um, <sighs> a, a future thing. Because I think that's my main source of... A lot, well, one of my main triggers for anxiety is thinking about, and depression, is thinking about, are you okay, Taylor? No. <laughs> no, I'm not okay, but please keep talking. Um, one of my main triggers is thinking about the fact that I might never find uh, a relationship or a person that makes me feel similarly to how I have felt in the past. And every relationship is different, and everybody will make you feel different, but when you have felt love and you have loved and you have been loved in return there is a certain sense of you want to get back to that and not necessarily the same but you you know sort of how it feels you know what i mean Taylor, yes. are you gonna cry on podcast? i'm already crying oh, i'm sorry <laughs> but no that's what i would ask because that's, that's the thing i think about the most often is because i would love to go through life with a partner and uh it's something that's been missing from my life for the last three years <sighs> And I would really, I would just like, I don't want to keep talking about it because no, you're crying. It's, no, it's okay. You can keep talking about okay. it. I'm just like, I think we all ask ourselves that question. Every day. And like, I don't know, like this And it would last, be nice to have the exact answer. Like this last relationship that I went through, like it was the first time that like I really like opened myself up again. Right. You were back on, you were back out there. And like, I remember like talking with him and being like, you know, I never thought that I would like get to feel like a dumb idiot again. again yeah, totally. I never thought that I would get to like experience the dumb idiot feeling of love. Again. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is I think people so often when they're giving me advice, which people love to give me advice. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they're, they, you know, constantly I hear it's like, you're going to always, like, it never feels this, like, everything feels different. You're always going to feel differently about people, which is true. Yeah. But that dumb idiot feeling, 
that feeling of liking someone, like liking someone, yes, loving them, being in love, like this sort of like like all the things together. Yeah. That's a really special feeling. I agree. And you know when you feel it. Yes. And you, and even though it's not going to be the same as all the times you felt it in the past, you you know what it feels like, and you know what it what it feels like for yourself. And so people are always telling me like, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. And they're right, but I know what it feels like, and I and I and maybe I'm shutting myself off from opportunity by not letting things grow. Who knows? But well, maybe you know. Well, but you also know. I. Well, here's my feel. I mean, mm-hmm. my feeling about you, Josiah. Ugh, tell me. <laughs> what? Is that you choose impossible endeavors. That's true. I do do that. You self-sabotage. Cons- <laughs> consistently you self-sabotage by uh, choosing people uh, who are not what? available. Uh, me? Yeah. Oh, oh, ah, And I just think that if... You were to choose someone who were available I to you, don't it would be choose. Simpler. They choose me. Okay, well, it's not a wand and I a wizard. I don't. It kind of is. I don't mm-hmm. make the conscious choice to be like, I'm gonna have a crush on this girl who has a boyfriend. I just get a crush on them, and then I'm like, well, fuck me, and then I get sad, and then I get over. I it. just think that there's a point that we all reach when we're like, <laughs> okay, this is impossible, and it will never work, and then and that that part of your brain does not activate. You're right. I don't have that part of my brain. That's all I'm saying. We've talked about this before. I know. Uh, a little bit outside of the podcast where I, I, I don't have a sense of anything being off limits for me. I have a very active sense of what's off limits to me. Yeah. Is my issue. Puke colored glasses. Rose colored, colored glasses. Yeah. Because very much in my life, and this has been an issue in my life before, and I've, I've been involved in things I shouldn't have been involved with and mm. been the other man in relationships before because I have I had a very bad sense of like, I can't touch this and I'm like I can touch anything that's I'm like right a fucking three-year-old in like a museum just that's being like absolutely I own true. This. and so and that's a and it's a bad thing most of the time sometimes it's good because I have I don't have very many boundaries and it kind of puts me in places sometimes <laughs> where I'm like I'll do whatever the fuck I don't give a shit and then I do and sometimes it's rewarding and a lot of times I get in trouble uh, I got I got in trouble <laughs> I got I got in trouble at rehearsal the other night because of this very same issue um, anyway anyway but yeah, so uh, no, so I don't think I choose these things. I okay. think they are, I. But I do think there is some fucked up psychological, like psyche shit, where I have been rewarded in the past for uh, seeking out things that are unavailable to me, I agree. and so it is a, you know, positive feedback loop that is stuck in my brain where that I have worked a while to break, but still is there. Great. And so I think I fall into those traps easily. Okay. Anyway. I would like to know, but if I was going to ask anything, I'd be like, hey man, how do we, I'd be like, how do we do faster than light travel so we can get to Stop. space? Stop. <laughs> Stop. Elon I, Musk. And then, no, I'm cooler than, I'm not, I'm not a fucking like <laughs> capitalist fascist like Elon Musk. Okay, whatever. Just uh, ask me a question, please. Okay, okay, okay. I need to pull up, can I, do you have the exact wording on your phone? Yes. Uh, I'm always the one who's prepared. Well, just, I, I have it on my phone, but it, my phone's all the way over there and okay. Number 14. Uh, is there something you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it, Taylor? Why haven't you done it? Something that I've dreamed of for a long time probably would be carrying and giving birth to a child. Ooh. I, that is something I would like to accomplish in my life. Yeah. Um, 
the reason I haven't done it is pretty obvious, which is that I, I have not um, found someone with which yeah, to do that. With which to do that. I would like to marry that person because I'm not trying to raise a child without being married. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not, you know, because of like religion reasons just because like honestly like legally like that person to legally have a part <laughs> that person needs to agree that we're gonna do this they're gonna take care yeah uh right. i would yeah i would really enjoy the experience of carrying a child i would love to know what it feels like to be pregnant even like to have like all I mean, of my you say that now I know I do. All my guts pushed around and all uh, of my why, stuff. Oh, no. I'm just telling you, like, no, the truth. I know you're right. You're right. So I, I'm, I'm being uh, exaggerating. Like, facetious, um, I think but yeah, is cool. I would really love to to experience being pregnant. I think is the thing that I'm just not sure that I will do. Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. that I'm going to achieve my artistic dreams. Like, I feel <laughs> pretty confident about that just because of my hustle, Josiah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And nobody can stop my the hustle. T- the TWC hustle. In the workplace. But people can stop my hustle in the love life place. That's true. Uh, especially if you're if especially if you're intent on having another to help raise this child. Yes, I am intent you, on that. if your goal was just to have a child. Then I could do it. You could have it. You could Easy. Do it. Oh, totally. No, but I would like to raise it with a partner. That's very fair um that's interesting you say that because my other that was the other thought that crossed my head when my it was for the second one like i was a creative project and my other one was like my thing i've dreamed about uh is having a family yeah and the reason i haven't done it yet is because i think i'm not in that place yet in my life um but i've always said like um uh, uh, you know how you like can see yourself doing certain things in your life or you have certain feelings about what you're going to accomplish in your life I've always thought of myself uh, in the future as like I know I'm gonna have kids, but I don't know if I'm gonna be married or any like have a long term partner. Yeah. And so like I've I've said very often like if I'm 35, 40, and like I'm in a place in my life where I feel comfortable, I'm I might and I'm not in a relationship, I might just adopt some kids because I know that I'd be a good dad and I love kids and that's something I want to do in my life. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> you okay? It's, just, it's so hard to do it by yourself. It is hard to do it by yourself, but I know that's something I want to do in my life. And for me, uh, being a man, it's different, you know, because I'm not literally forming the child inside of myself. Yeah. And so there's there's a little bit of a, dis- a disconnect I, like, there. literally need a person in my life who would be like, yeah, babe, I'll go get you some fried pickles right now. I know you want them because you're prego. I actually want them right now. I love fried if pickles. If I'm being honest. I want fried pickles every day, all day. Every, every day, hour all day. Of every day. I used to hate pickles, and then I had fried pickles. I know, and, and then I, I had like, fried pickles, oh, and then I was on board. Yeah, they're great. Um, no, Maybe but that's I, a thing. I don't know. Um, we come from the from same, the same stock, you know, the same cloth, the same flavor. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we like the same flavor of things. Is that true? It is true. What We're, is your favorite? How do you take your coffee? Black. Me too. What's your favorite kind of beer? A wheat beer? No, sorry, I IPAs, baby. Well, you're a sucker. Do you like spinach? Yeah, I like spinach. Cool. Me too. I think it's like there's that. That's thing. not the point of this. <laughs> I like in this podcast you can progressively hear us getting a little more tipsy. Even though it's been forty minutes and we've had like two glasses of wine, but we're like, our words are getting our words aren't slurring, but we're getting more fun. Listen up, babes. Here's a little tip from me to oh, you. No, I'm worried. Um, don't be worried, Josiah. Hey, is it gonna be sad? No. Okay, great. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna edit this out. <laughs> we are reaching the forty minute mark. That's fine. My tip is just to take care of yourself. Okay, that's good so far. On my 21st birthday, I want you to know that my cab driver said, 
who are you going home with tonight, babe? And I said, a loaf of bread. <laughs> and you know what? The day after my 21st birthday, I woke up with a loaf of bread next to me in my bed. And I think that that is wise advice. Yeah, Iconic. Just follow through. Honestly, follow through because <laughs> your fave would never wake up with a loaf of bread. All I'm saying is, you know, do the things that you say you're gonna do. Yeah. Um, if you tell somebody that you're in love with them, Taylor, then like Taylor, Taylor, okay. Taylor, Taylor, okay. Taylor, okay. Taylor, okay, Taylor. Okay, it's fine. Okay, we're, we're all right. We're all right. It's the podcast great. is almost over. It's so good. We answered all the questions. <laughs> okay, we answered everything. I'm leaving everything in. I'm just saying, but like you know. Follow through. Honestly, you know what's crazy? This is a little side thought. I, when I were growing up, and still to this day, I, uh, I think saying I love you is like more intimate and important than like having sex with a person. I completely agree. Like I'll have sex with any, I'll have sex with any. Just <laughs> Stop. Like I didn't already hey, know. Hey, anybody. I know it. I know it's it. Not, don't be so mean to me. You're so what rude. you said? You think hey, I'm such a big Are hoe. any friends coming to your birthday that I haven't already slept with? I did not say that. You did say that. I didn't say slept with. I said gone out with. Fine. Because I didn't sleep with all your friends that I went on dates with. That's Thank true. you very much. All right. Question 15 <laughs> next week. <laughs> Pretty woke for a fuck boy. Pretty woke for a fuck boy. That is Josiah's brand. Uh, I haven't had sex in like two months, guys. Calm down. Go ahead. Tell me the question. <laughs> okay. Question 15. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Jesus Christ. And question 16, what do you value most in a friendship? Josiah, please pick one question because I feel like I chose last time. <sighs> I want to do um, I want to do the friendship one. You want to do the friendship one? Yeah. Okay. Is that, one, is that the one you wanted? No. Okay, well, I'm going to do That's the That's fine. One. You do the friendship one. When people used to ask me on job interviews what my greatest accomplishment in life was, it was, it was fundraising for a piano. For my friend Rachel, who died, <laughs> and that's what I would say was my greatest accomplishment. Well, yeah, and I guess you have to have a different answer for next. Well, week. I'm gonna. I honestly don't want that one because I don't want to go through my life point by point and decide and like quantify what I think is most important. I'm looking forward to so it. Have fun with that one. Thanks. I'm gonna talk to my friends and be like, "What's most important about friendship?" I love it. And they're gonna be like, "You." And, and you're gonna like, have a wonderful you. song. I do can't you know wait. what? Do you know what? Everybody, all my friends, they're most important. <laughs> Their most important. <laughs> Don't laugh at their me. Their most important quality in a friendship is being Josiah. Like, Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right. All right. Hey, call your mom. Call your mom. Call your parents. Call your loved ones. Ask them these questions. Engage with people in your life. Engage with them deeper. You know. Yeah. Don't just ask someone about what they did on the weekend. And hey, follow through. God damn it, Taylor. <laughs> I'm just Taylor. Saying, quit. This is not Taylor. Through. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the podcast right. Follow I will, through. On I will the turn the podcast. I will turn the podcast do. around right now. Okay. We will start it over. I'm just we will saying. record it all again. This is not a platform. No, you're right. People follow, follow through. through. That's right. But also, you have to feel your feelings. You have to do what's best for you. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>